without Littlefinger and Ramsay and the rest, I would have stayed a little bird all my life. The last of the Starks. All right. Welcome, everyone. We've just seen episode four, Game of Thrones season eight, episode 71 overall. PSA. I wish that they would put the episode titles out with the episodes. Why aren't they doing that? Just, They're still not doing it. It's just kind of strange. Whatever. They can live their life. It's just kind of annoying for us. I don't understand. Maybe there's really clear, really clear like answers to what the title or like the content of the episode might be. For example, The Long Night. It's pro- That's probably the name. I understand not releasing it ahead of right. the season if we right. want to be secretive. Oh, for sure. But when people can press play in their HBO Go app and skip to the end right. of that well, episode, and when you see the trailer, the on it. that too. The day, the week yeah, before. Yeah, it's like clearly the battle. In know that the case, here. clearly the battle's going to be there. But, um, Is The Last yeah. of the Starks a spoiler, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's... <sighs> There's a lot to unpack right this now. This is a big episode, and I'm... I'm amped. Sunday night, everyone. This is uh, Life After the White Walkers. Sorry to cut you off. (laughs) Life After the White Walkers. We're crammed into Hannah's closet for the recording this episode because there's less echo in the room. So hopefully this is better better for your ears. We also put a Swiffer pad over one of her louder vents. (laughs) So we, if this audio is not perfectly crisp, (laughs) please don't tell us. Um, What did you think? Rhaegal. Masande. Masande. I know. Things, but, things have really started but, to change. Do you know what I mean? But. Go on. Jamie and Brienne. <laughs> the whole lead up to that. I lost my mind. Yeah. I know that. Okay. Rest After in peace it happened, Sunday. I thought you were getting up. You like got up because and like I ran to the other end of your apartment. <laughs> what, did, what did you do? Were you like getting something out I, of the refrigerator? I could not. I got more water, but I also had to like. Ran. I had to get up. Yeah. Because I was so unbelievably. Amped That's out of my mind that my OTP, my OTP. You're pretending like the last half of the episode didn't Yes, happen. I am. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, the last half of the episode with them, though, was heartbreaking. I just, wow. Here's, here's what I want to say at the top of this episode. We talked about this. The thing that Game of Thrones does really, really well is this tense maneuvering between political allies frenemies enemies potential lovers Mm. old friends new friends that's what game of thrones does best and in this episode we got Tyrion and Varys talking crap about danny we got jamie and brienne we got sam and john saying goodbye to each other we got sansa and Tyrion talking side eye we got john essentially telling his sibs who he is, but we didn't get to see it or their reactions. We got the Hound and Arya riding oh, off into the distance the hound and together. Sansa. The Hound and Sansa. Yeah, You'd be still, no, what do you say? Like, yeah, not the little bird anymore. Something like that. Game of Thrones does those things really, really well. Yeah. And so I was bummed out last week because mm-hmm. so many of these. <laughs> the people that I like survived. <laughs> the people that I like survived. <laughs> but just all of these like big magical theories didn't really come true and it didn't necessarily play out the way I thought it was going to be. And I'm still upset about those things. Don't get me wrong. But this is what the show does really well. And so I was refreshed and excited. I was too. To be stressed out by Euron, who seemed like a genuine threat. Well, after he just killed Rhaegal in such violent fashion. Wild. I was not expecting that. I was thinking when they were flying in that sequence, I was like, man, season eight is crazy. Like, here's just a dragon. They're just flying as part of a transition. I was really liking it. Yeah. And oh my God, one hit, two hits, the neck. Oh man, my hope, so much of my hope, so much of my feelings. I and and I, honestly, it's so sad for Daenerys because everyone else is feeling the same way. Like, yeah. And, and it's in, in that case, with all the personal stuff aside, in that case, it's nothing personal, but another one of your dragons are down. That's nothing two. personal. She has one left. And, she has one and, dragon. And those left. scorpions, I think they're calling them in the series, they're giant crossbows. Those yeah. things are super effective against dragons. When she turned around and was flying away from their formation of ships, it was, and, and all of them were flying through the air. Yeah. Holy. Like, Terrifying. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was about to go down too for mm. a second there. We laughed at that thing when it was first revealed. And it's kind of hard not to laugh at it a little well, one bit. One of them but... is different than a whole fleet of them. Yeah. Terrifying you're, with Euron and himself is like, I need to shoot this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's no one in the Greyjoy fleet 
that maybe spends more times more time practicing his marksmanship than Euron, or maybe Euron was just ultra confident. Are we led to believe that his bolt was one of the bolts that struck the dragon? Oh, absolutely, <sighs> for sure. He's he's the one, right? I mean, that's what it made it. There seem was just like. a lot of ships, and a couple of them were fired, so it couldn't have all been him. No, but I think he definitely he was the shot one that got the first. neck. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or the first. Okay, he did. well, crack shot, um, really effective. Super inefficient as far as uh, traveling back to Dragonstone and not being intercepted. You guys immediately got you guys immediately got intercepted. <laughs> yeah, by a lot of them. And I'm curious, and I I, I want to touch on everything in this episode, but just while it's at the top of my mind, I was a bit confused. I'm wondering if you were and everyone that's listening, I'm, you guys can tell us why didn't like they took down the dragon and and Tyrion fell out of the ship, and I really liked all of that. Mm-hmm. That was. I, that was really cool. cool. Why didn't they just finish the deal? Like, why didn't they just swoop in and ironborn the hell out of everyone? Was it because the remaining dragon was too scary? But Daenerys rode off. I think off. she got scared. Well, she rode off, but I mean, like, what about the ironborn? There was a lot of them. He looked especially Euron Greyjoy in right. that scene. Why didn't they just roll through oh, and destroy yeah. the rest of them? Oh, good question. I thought you were talking about like Danny and company. Why didn't they attack more? Oh, I'm yeah, like, they're no. exhausted. Yeah. No. I think that's a good question, and I, I I wonder if it's one of those warning shot, literally kind I of guess. situations. I mean, they seems like a pretty good time to go in after you've taken one of the dragons down. The other one flies away. It seems does like a Cersei want to be the one to do it though? You know, to do what? To I guess not take out Daenerys, but I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. I don't know. In that position, she's maybe she gave an order like to Euron to not. You could say, if for the sake of the conversation, she gave Euron an order to not completely uh, aggress and they they want it they want Daenerys to have to because they think she's going to win so absolutely they want her to win if she's going to in a way that will kill her which Mm -hmm. is to to destroy the people of King's Landing as well to cast herself in an extremely negative light and to essentially lose the support of her followers right and to lose the support of everyone else uh in in the seven kingdoms right right but even still you're on in that position, rolling off the confidence of taking down one of the dragons on their first go out to and sea with these new crossbows. Why didn't he just like forget the order and roll did. through and win? Because he destroyed the whole fleet with all the bows. They just a lot of folks escaped to the beach. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I guess, but I, I figured they're pirates. You know, they, they know about this. Like they know about how to clean up the the ships you know they know about how to raid properly they know about stragglers they know about survivors it just seems like Masande is a pretty high profile hostage for them i don't want to get stuck on this guys but it's just something i'm, th- I'm just something i'm thinking about but she was taken out in really violent violent fashion and oh my uh, gosh that's how stuff is turning out uh for this last half of the last season wow. of game of thrones and to echo what you were saying earlier they do do this part of it really good. And man, it is so interesting. Some of this stuff is what I've been waiting to see for the whole series. That moment where uh, it was so well done when Daenerys was in the Hall of Winterfell and she was looking around and seeing everyone congratulate John. Tormund had just done the speech about John coming back to life, which again, doesn't seem like it's going to be that important. But I was like, oh my God, this is about to be a thing. That? She, remember in Dragonstone, uh, Davos was like they had, he came back to life, you know. Right. And then he was like, "Shh, don't say that." And then There's she been hear, inc- yeah. But she reacted to it in that moment, and then now she heard it again, but she didn't really react to it. But what she did react to was how the action seems to be falling for everyone, and what they're all into, and what mm-hmm. they all like personally believe in, and this cathartic release of a victory. And it seems like, as far as Daenerys is concerned, that the victory wasn't enough to make her completely swell with happiness because right. there was so much other stuff going on at the the top of her position, needing to rule, not wanting to sacrifice her authority, not wanting to see what potentially might come after this victory against the Night King. Right. I guess making Gendry a lord of Oh my gosh, Storm's I almost end. forgot about Isn't that enough moment. To get everyone's allegiance. So great. Yeah, because so that was a piece from the trailer that I was kind of confused about because before we saw it, because it seemed and it was that everybody was cheering for Daenerys, which I was kind of shocked by. But we we see that that's for Gendry, which was unexpectedly <laughs> sweet. And then he rushes off to propose to Arya and oh, she's geez. like 
Honestly, you though, me. you can't blame him because at that no. moment, he's like, yeah, now I'm a lord. I love it. I love it. He just seems like the kind That's of guy not that- me. Would have read the room already. He's too amped. Can you blame him? He's so not really. Amped. Storm's End is a pretty good piece of land there in Westeros. But to to play off what you're that scene with Daenerys looking through and oh yeah, I forgot to keep going. Keep going. I forgot to get to it though. Oh no, good. Do your thing then. No, no, no. Please. I was just gonna say standoff. <laughs> you <laughs> make your point first. Point. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that you brought up a really good point, and it's this thing that's been building, mm. and we see it culminate, not culminate, but we see it come to head a little bit in this conversation that Tyrion and Varys have about Varys is having doubts about whether or not she's the one. And he was not clear with Tyrion about what his true intention will be. And if he's going to try to do something to take her out of the picture. And as we see Sansa refusing to rally to her, despite Tyrion's pleads. And as we see John promising to be her one and only and that he's not gonna <laughs> he doesn't want to sit on the throne but everyone you're my queen yeah everyone she sees everyone's rallying behind him everybody everybody loves Jon Snow and so to see the stress of that brewing to see her advisors somebody like Varys who's been by her side um start to doubt her to lose a dragon to lose her best friend Daenerys is in a really tough and vulnerable situation especially with Jorgon. Jorgon. i mean the people who were around her are drastically dwindling and yeah i just i can see and we see at the end of that episode her next this is the catalyst that brings this big final battle for the throne and hashtag hashtag for the throne (laughs) and i i truly don't know what to expect I expect fire and blood. I expect that that warning shot with Masande was like a also just a little warning to us about what there is to expect. Yeah, ruthlessness. What I was going to say about her time and the hall in Winterfell is right after it culminated and the music like got dark and her expression changed and was like Daenerys was different. She was different. She was like this. The poison started to get in her. Yeah, such great acting. Yeah, it was <laughs> such really good directing good. and writing in that in that case. It was. This is like, oh my god! This is how it happens. Look at it. It's like Look at it happen to her. Jealousy, almost too, Look combined at it with, yeah. And she doesn't. Do you think she wanted that to happen? You think she wants to no, feel that way? No, no, no. And I think that that's the internal, and that's what Tyrion and Varys are talking about. Yeah. That she's been fighting her whole life against these innate tendencies that she's inherited from her family. And well, also the situation is 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 not. If you're if you're looking from her, from her perspective, and, and you know people can have different opinions on this, but for sure, from her perspective, she's like, but guys, like this whole thing, she's thinking about her struggle this whole time. She's thinking about making it across the Dothraki Sea, et cetera. Et well, cetera. they don't. None of those people truly know. Yeah, they don't know what right? she's been. She through. also doesn't know what what they've been through either. Right. So it goes both ways, but. In her case, you know, we've been. It, it, I love that it was reflected in this uh, in this episode. At one point, I think I talked about it um, on our live stream before the episode recorded. Mm-hmm. The she, if you remember, she's the reason why season one got exciting at the end right. after Ned died. Right. She walked into the fire and she came out with dragons and uh, all these followers. You know, yeah. they weren't gonna. It was over. It was over for her. This was like a. This was like she showed her hand to the world, to the gods. She, she, she. It was. It was it. Fine. If that's how it's going to be, fine. And she came out with dragons, mm-hmm. and and people were on their knees. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And for it to for it to come to this in a hall with people. Right. And and I mean, she loves John, and his family is really important to him. So this is all like, even at that same scale, even zoomed in on this scale, and and. With all the stuff that's true about her still being true and all the things that she's gone through uh, still being true, it's like these people matter to her. So mm-hmm. all, now all of a sudden, like this equals what she has to think about right. and equals her situation that she's dealing with. Right. And to add insult to injury, they're they're flying in that majestic formation and another one of her dragons are murdered, falling, falling out of the sky. <sighs> and she – I – 
she in that conversation she's having with John about how she just wishes she didn't know oh, and how man. she she knows the way that everybody looks at John because people have looked her, at her that way before and she's seen it and she's been on that side and nobody is looking her that way. So I'm really not the right thing to complain about if you're asking me. It just seems like not the important thing. Like, but let, it is let, the important thing. If she wants to have absolute control and, and the exact style that she wants it to be. But I would argue that there was an, a, a more open-minded approach for her to have. But also at the same time, there's there's really no way to argue against what her counselors are doing in the background. Like It seems like they're going to they're gonna make decisions no matter what. Right. Well, they have to. So I'm really looking forward to this week diving into everybody else's thoughts as you guys wrote in your thoughts yeah, definitely. about what's next for Daenerys. What what is, how is she Well she's gonna go try to kill Cersei one on one for for murdering yeah. Missandei when we're best friends. That's the thing for it's, no reason. You think for that, no reason. The you, fight hadn't even started. Right. You think that well, you think that she's gonna listen to Tyrion and it's gonna they're trying to treat with Cersei and that it's gonna be this diplomatic approach and then Missandei is her, I mean, somebody murders my best friend. Bye. Especially like that, <laughs> yeah. like that. The no. manner in, in which it's just, it speaks to her. It's just such a great like tool for Cersei to be like, uh, "Hey, you know, I want you to do that thing that I that you don't want to do that I want you to do." Oh man, just when you think that Tyrion's getting through to her, oh, I didn't she's, think for a second. Yeah, but okay, fair. But she started tearing up. Her eyes were watering. Yeah. I mean, probably I, got something in her eye. Oh my god, <laughs> some sand. It was I sandy. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Tyrion. Wow, it was a bold move. Yeah, dude. He the the cojones on him for walking Ooh, up there. I thought he was. <laughs> getting, oh my gosh! Almost crazy. got lit up with arrows. Tension was crazy. Just for the hell of it. That'd be a really stressful stressful scene to watch again. Um, can we stop talking about stressful She's things? She's holding her hand up. Wait, one more. One more thing. Okay. <laughs> when Daenerys was begging John. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. <laughs> it was like I was watching. Oh my gosh, my heart! The heart of cringe. Ooh, the heart of cringe. cringe? Yeah. Oh, I was behalf- going to say the opposite. What were you going to say? That I loved it. Oh, I not like cringe that oh. I d- it didn't land for me. Whew, cringe is in like for Daenerys's sake to be I begging know. John to lie to his family. Oh my gosh! Just leave she, the detail out. Just, she, just please listen. And, if anyone's asking you to leave the detail out, there's there's a red flag right there. Yeah. All right. There's a red flag. Sorry. There's a red flag. I mean, can you blame? It her? is what it is. She's like, I've never begged for anything. Well, she trusted John. She trusted John, and uh, he was honest with her. But can't say the same for Sansa. <laughs> well, do you? I mean, come on. We all knew that. No, Sansa I don't blame her. Of- no, because she's she's been through. I mean, like with with context. It's all about context. Yeah. With this, this is why it's so uh, interesting here at the end game. I finally, we've got some of this intrigue back. <laughs> I'm curious as to how people feel about the episode critically, though, because here in these first takes, we generally are talking about the subject material with less of a, a painstakingly critical eye about the composition of shots and the the direction of things and blah, 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 blah. But I'm curious right. about how people feel about this. Me too. Like, for example, was that showdown on the wall of King's Landing the, the the best way to do that? Stuff like that. I need to watch it again, but Yeah, I'm excited to as I always am go back. Guys, but can we go back to sure. sorry. I was just gonna walk. say I gotta say it was cool to see them all lined up out there. Yeah. And to have Kyburn walk out there with Tyrion. This <laughs> all has potential not to land because it's so crazy to be happening. Yeah. But I loved it. How come we didn't see Sansa and Arya find out. Are we meant to believe that Arya telling the Hound she's never coming back and Sansa, we're guessing, confiding in Tyrion be their reaction? Like we didn't need to see it because we're going to watch it play out. I was, I was just a little surprised that's, that's that we didn't. That's a good catch. I didn't think about that with Arya, but that makes more sense. Now. Right? That's yeah. like the. Yeah. Why else would she say she's She thinks never that she's back? needed even more so now, not just to shut Cersei, but to make sure everything sort of goes mm-hmm. the best way for the people that she cares about. How happy were you to see Arya and the Hound side by side oh my God. on the road again? Hell yeah. Oh my God. I was thinking the way it was shot. I was, and it like there was an angle that had uh, some tree limbs in the foreground that were just blurred out, you know, just to create a little bit of stylistic effect to show some depth with the camera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, more nature in Westeros. <laughs> yeah, let's get wandering. And Sandor Clegane and Arya. I mean, this brings me back to a time in my life that was... 
Ah. Yeah. But I never saw the hound smile like that when they were together. And my overall thought when that was happening was I may be watching some of the best of GOT. Maybe not overall, but I this is parts that I love to pull out of the older episodes. And it was happening again yes, tonight. 100%. And I like that a lot. <laughs> Talking about the best of GOT. Those sequences at the the Winterfell party. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was so cool. I want to live. Yes. in all of that with That's Tyrion so cool. playing the yeah. playing his game with uh, Brienne and Jamie looking at each other magically, yeah. and Sansa and the Hound and yeah, Tormund's oh, speech, and, and just and um, Gendry running around trying to find Sansa. I mean, it just was. How much fun it must have been. Because he was Aria, by the way. Oh, That'd be weird my bad. By Sansa. He's like, you know, I'm the Lord of Storms <laughs> in now. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> and she's like, you know, you are very good looking. <laughs> um, Sorry, my bad. But you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway. Wishful thinking, I think. I was, I can only imagine how much fun it was to film that. And all yeah. of them just letting loose. When's the last yeah. time we got to chill? Yeah. It was such a blast. And I really can't wait to rewatch that scene again. Because... Yeah. I was just having the time of my life watching it. I really liked it too. I like Tyrion walking around and thinking about things a lot and talking to Bran about the saddle. Yes. And oh, yes. That was, like, we got a little bit of Bran, like that part where he like looks over his shoulder and then looks back. That was the most Bran we've gotten in a long time. It was just fun. It was just... Now, was I'm going to say a word, and I'm not saying Bran and saying Bran on accident. I'm saying Bran. Called out. <laughs> That was unexpected. We've been talking about what if Braun went to to Winterfell. I was kind of surprised he was at. Winterfell. I was so surprised. I thought maybe he would show up in this way when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago. And yeah. It turns out that he did. And man, that was just. Did you think Jamie was going to die? I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. I was really nervous, just in general. He came in hot. He came in hot. He hit Tyrion in the face. He didn't yeah. break his nose. What do you think? I, I wanted to ask you that when I saw it. I was like, I wonder what Hannah thinks about what Braun is saying and whether or not. I don't want to put my color on it. I just want to know what you think about it. I was just surprised that he came in so intensely, knowing that he knew that Tyrion remembered what their conversation from years before. Because Braun. I was just surprised that he came in so hot like that after everything he'd been through with Jamie and with Tyrion. And I understand that he's a sellsword, but mm. I just was kind of shocked that he felt like he needed to throw his weight around. And I guess it worked, but he's never done that before. He's never he's ever been always, like that before. E- even on a ship on the way to Dorne, he's always sort of like begrudgingly like give them, giving them the leader, like the, like giving them the dominance in the room, mm-hmm. you know, like let let them sort of have their jokes count the most, what their their orders count the most. Their well, he could have rolled in with a bottle of wine and just told them what was going on. Yes. He's mad. He wanted to impress upon them, like, hey, like it's gotten this deep that I'm literally in the employ of Cersei right now, and you guys are drinking without me. I was just kind of shocked. I. That's I'm with my you. Hot take. I, I was. Too. I didn't think it was bad. So I you, just was. I, I, what I want to ask is, do you think that he's got any ground to stand on in any of this? I think we can both agree that we don't uh, like the way he's carrying it out because we don't want to see either of these characters be taken out of the show or harmed anyway by Braun. Because what's Braun real? Well, okay. Well, this he's is a wild card. This is it. Me saying what's Braun really gonna do? I mean, Bron could have truly done something. Yeah, he could have shot him with a crossbow. He could have shot Jamie right then and there. It's so just when someone gets shot with a crossbow in the series too, you're like, I know it's deep, but you should be able to live from that. It was like when the dragon got hit by the first bolt today. It was like, oh man, it hurt his wing. We're let's do this fight, and nope, he's dead. That's the thing. I just don't like when people die by crossbows. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why the red wedding was so shit. Yeah, it was just like you're gonna pump Rob full of crossbow yeah. bolts. Yeah, jeez. Do you think? Do you think Ron's going to play a role in the battle that we're going to see? I said Bron. <laughs> Do you think Bron's going to play a role in the battle next episode? Oh, that's a good question. He's going to come find Jamie. I don't think Tyrion. so. You think he's set? He gets High Garden. He's going to fight for Daenerys. He basically. might get High Garden. I don't know. It depends on who wins in the end. Um, yeah. Who Hashtag who's who's throne. left? Like if Tyrion and Jamie survive, they were the only ones that heard that. Right. So tough gamble. I don't think that he wants to do it, though. I think it was clear that he 
that he absolutely he was so does not want to do it. Though he was pissed. It's like he had to psych himself up. Maybe yeah. he does want to do it. Maybe he's just done so. Then why didn't he do it? He could have. He could have done them both. Then right there, he could have taken out Jamie and then taken out Tyrion and then walked away and taken the money and left. Hilariously easy. Brought Tyrion's head. He could have carried it all the way back. Yeah. The travel is definitely something that I think about sometimes. In this episode? Yeah. You're still upset about I was just seeing Jamie pack up his horse and leave Brienne. I'm like, dude, you're going to need more than that on the King's Road post Battle of Winterfell. I I know that you're confident, but it's a long way. I don't want to talk about that. We should talk about that. We should talk about it. He. When <laughs> why the gods made me was it cursed me to love a hateful woman something like that Brienne begged Jane Brienne of Tarth mm-hmm. out in her robe mm-hmm. in the courtyard of Winterfell yeah begging Jamie Lannister to stay here and Jamie just that darkness that's in him that he just can't shake well so it's a I think the way she talked about Cersei probably made him, don't you think, like, made him think about it? Like, uh. It's his sister. I mean, it doesn't, it it doesn't matter. It's family, right? It's his family. That's exactly. It's It's his family. family. He's like, I've, here's everything I've ever done for my sister. He loves her no matter what. And I think that if we get the setup of, Jamie eventually killing her, it becomes even more tragic because, regardless, it's tragic because Jamie can't separate his love for his sister from him being a bad person. He can't, you know, kind of step away from that and say, I love my crazy sister because she's blood and because we have a bond that nobody understands, but I'm not that kind of man anymore. It's it's really sad. He didn't say necessarily that he was going to be with her. No, he didn't. But he he did not. You're right. But he needs to be. If she's going to die, he doesn't want her to be there alone. Is what it seems yeah. like. Which is interesting for Jamie's redemption arc. It is. A, it's, it's it's a step back in, in in a really interesting way. But I was kind of surprised that he. <laughs> Wanted to stay at Winterfell with Brienne. Yeah, that was everyone's that like kind of back to King's like Landing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, nah, I'll stay here. <laughs> yeah, that was a strange choice, I think overall. But it set up for this really amazing exchange between the two of them, and yeah, another begging scene that it. I mean, you know, I'm the biggest Jamie Brienne shipper ever. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Wow, the highs and the lows of this episode. All in one episode. You couldn't even, couldn't even ride the high for one podcast. No, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. you That's why I did, I did a little lap around my yeah. part when I was like, this is my one victory I lap. I didn't see it happening like this. this I thought kind of. I thought that Jamie was going to... I like it. You like it. I do too. I love the drama. It's true, though. It's, it's true. Real. It feels real because they're at the end of all of it. And people are kind of going in their, their locations, the way that things fall in line. And... Jamie wakes up in what's the middle gonna, of the night what's he gonna and do he's like, there? what am I doing here? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Who has not been in that situation? It's so real. So <sighs> probably easy to be in that situation in Winterfell once everyone's gone too. Everybody that's Catelyn was, season one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm out. It's <laughs> <laughs> boring here. <laughs> Somebody watch Bran. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, we were, during all those scenes, though, you were like, why is everybody saying goodbye? Is this yeah. goodbye? Well, and you very rightfully said that they're all still going to war still. Yeah. So there's that. It just definitely felt like they were saying goodbye for good. Oh my and gosh, right. I, there's at that point there was three episodes left. So I don't know. But what were you gonna say? Ghost. I don't want to talk about that. I want you to tell me about it. I don't want to talk about it. John left him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I get it. I get that I I had a really negative thought and then I started to think from the perspective of what he was saying about Ghost being happier without him. And I started thinking about him being in King's Landing. And how difficult that might be for Ghost. Your dog's going to go live on a farm and be happier somewhere nope. else. That's what nope. everybody I, always says. I, 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 uh, to his annoyance, I bring him everywhere with me. But that's what I'm To saying. his annoyance. But and I'm I think saying, that John should do the same for Ghost, if I you're agree. asking me. If you're asking me. 
why wasn't Ghost standing beside John in the opening scene when John was giving that amazing speech to all the Northmen about all the people that had died against the White Walkers? Why isn't John this like the things that people were saying about him being this mythical mythical guy right. at the speech would only be bolstered I know. if he was standing there especially with his Ghost, dire wolf. Especially if Ghost is there anyway. Ghost exactly. is literally right there. Why why wouldn't he be with you? It makes no sense. I, know. I just that I don't understand. I don't either. I don't understand it. Me neither. I don't understand understand it and i don't understand why he has to go with Tormund north of the wall but it, it is where he's from and I, yeah but i was it's like blah 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 when your dad tells you that your dog is going to live on a farm which is That's never not my true dad did. we <laughs> oh. lived on the farm <laughs> no, so the okay, dogs went somewhere kids. else us <laughs> <laughs> city kids found out that our dog <laughs> went to go live on a farm right <laughs> wow dogs in the city that's a concept so um, we should talk about john talk about that to john snow I'm not. I'm a suburban kid. I can't really. Pretend That's pretty to be a city. city kid. That's city. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm more city from where like from where you're from. That's for sure. That's city. Suburbs are city, y'all. I mean, I get that cities are cities, but I mean, you can have all the amenities. So fancy these days, too. Yeah, I've been to suburbs that just anyway. They're it's pretty. Impre- I'm impressed by a lot of things in this world. I'm not impressed by how John handled his direwolf. If some of you are listening and you have a different perspective, can you please nicely tell me? Or you can say it however you want, but just maybe why Ghost doesn't need to be with I John. I can just see your heart anymore. on the floor. Maybe that's be- maybe because John's going to die and Ghost doesn't need to die too. There, I'll, I'll choose to stand on that hill. He looked really sad with his ear. And J- Ghost tore didn't off understand. And cut up, lacerated. And he looked sad when John was leaving. You know what else and I John liked? John just nodded knowingly at him. In that conversation ridiculous. with Tormund ridiculous. about the North. Is that when he tells John that he has the real North in him? Yeah. Just made me think about all those times North. (laughs) And now where Ghost is going to be. This is the North. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I also is. Yeah, I do. I was also thinking about like, well, okay. I I think I pretty much just thought about Ghost like five minutes after that happened. Yeah. I was thinking about him also. I I pictured his life in King's Landing. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe John's staying in the Tower of the Hand, or yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be. He'd be with Daenerys if everything was fine. Then I started imagining his life in Winterfell if he's there with Bran and he's like hanging out with Bran. Why doesn't he stay in Winterfell? And he like needs to go out. They like let him out of the gates, and he goes and runs in the woods and stuff. Like maybe he would be better beyond the wall. And I know that if John's not there, I can't believe we're still talking about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that if John's not there in Winterfell, then what's the point of Ghost being in Winterfell? And John's not being there. I get all that. So I'm back to my original point. Ghost and John should stay together. 2K19. Imagine Ghost and Tormund running north of the wall, just living out there. (laughs) You know? Picture that a little bit. There's no more White Walkers. There's no more dead men roaming around. I was thinking about the the free folk. First off. They're truly more, free now. More power to you. There's no wall, so you don't really have to go all the way up there. There's still fins, so you don't really have to go all the way up there. Yeah. And also, it's so cold. I know that the White Walkers are it's gone. It's home. Uh, you're right. You're it's right. home. Wouldn't you're you right. want to go the heck home? You're right. With your dog? Yeah. <sighs> Should we talk about Ghost more? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Is that the last time we're going to see him? Is that the last time we see Sam? No. There's no way. There's no way. He still has to finish his book. No, but seriously, there's no way. Also, Sam is an expected father. Then why did he have that? Why did he tell John he was the best friend he ever had? Vice versa. Because maybe that's the last time they'll see each other. Because John's going to die? I don't know. Maybe the last time in the show. I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe they're just, maybe just stressed and just think it's the end. Well, like you said, they're, they're going to battle, but uh, they put the scene in there for a reason. Yeah. Sam has a baby on the way with Gilly. And they're going to name it John if it's a boy. I hope it's a girl. (laughs) (laughs) What a response. (laughs) Big mood, John. (laughs) Just open disdain Uh. for other people's potential happiness if it's at your own cost. Thinking about the the showdown and Daenerys climbing on Drogon. 
mm-hmm. and what exactly it's going to look like and where we're going to start that next episode. If it'll Good be her question. taking off or them reforming. And also, how does Tyrion walk away without them pumping him full of arrows if she's clearly gone to the dragon to do something? Also, will he bring back Masande's head for Grey Worm? Ooh, no. <laughs> terrible. No. You wouldn't know. No, no. No. How would... sad was that when he looked happy? Oh, he had a gosh. legit Jacob Anderson, the actor who plays Grey Worm, smile. When they held hands. He was like hands, a really friendly guy. It was kind of, it was so funny to see him smile. We don't see yeah, Grey Worm I mean. smile. He looked like a totally different person. I, well, because we came out of last episode shocked that Grey Worm survived because we all thought that Grey Worm was going to die. I mean, he's he's MVP. And we were like, wow, the retirement plan is going to come true because they both survived. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. They're both going to make it to the end and they're going to ride off into the sunset. Missandei, as a hostage, is something I was not expecting. Yeah. It was and dark. She it, knew she was going to die. It was smart. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Was it smart? Maybe it was. I mean, I don't know. But it, it was smart because they want to make Daenerys do something rash. They want her to lose faith from her supporters. They want her to lose faith from the people within the walls, potentially. Yes. And they want her to make rash decisions as far as her strategy when it comes to the offensive. Because really smart. all they have to do, like all they can do is try to defend themselves because they know that someone wants to take their throne. So right. what they're doing is just throwing firebombs into her plan, which is really smart, but... It takes a certain kind of mind to be ruthless enough to do drastic things in order to to throw your enemy off like that. But it's a great point because, and Tyrion advises her against this, and Varys advises her against this. She's trying to save King's Landing and come in and be their new ruler. She can't just kill all of them first. She's got to save them from what they don't understand to be the true enemy. And Cersei completely turned those tables because there's no way that Daenerys is going to be able to think strategically that's never been her her mo and i don't blame her for it and i would react the same way and so she's gonna come in guns a blazing and king's landing is gonna not be happy about it got a hand to masande though for that final word choice yeah that was so good i was pissed off too it's a lot to be mad about yeah. say that word <laughs> make it clear that the worst part about this is that it's people like Euron and yeah, cersei i know it's not even someone worth standing against it, these are not even worthy opponents I know. they're not they're not they have they've put themselves into the position to execute this level of terror but are they you'd much rather have her go out standing against the night king or something you know right right so this is my question is talking about daenerys and, and all of this as we as there are were the other people thrown around for the throne? Who were Tyrion and Varys talking about? Or who was Tyrion talking, Varys talking about as another potential candidate? Was he talking about John or was he talking about someone else? I thought he was talking about John. Not talking about Sansa? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that the story of the Targaryen heritage has, we haven't answered of how the, the importance of that is going to play a role in all of this. I think that Bran probably potentially saw how it was all going to spider from that moment. But of course. Are you going to tell him? It's your choice. <laughs> John had to make up his mind whether or not he was going to. He g- made the right choice. Be there for Danny as completely as he needed to be. I don't know how much it would have changed things. I don't. We're, we're going to have to see how it all shakes out. And then we can have that conversation mm-hmm. about like, did John make the right choice? If you, if you think that he made the right choice. I now, think he though. made the right choice. But that just comes from a place of. Being the world's biggest Stark fangirl, you right. know, and so so just because it was his fam, you it's his it family. They know, yeah. But uh, Sansa immediately told Tyrion, who immediately told everyone that I work at Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> he knows that I work at Taco Bell. <laughs> then, wait, he knows that I. It was that thing. Do you know what I mean? I know. Someone's calling him block numbers. I think people need to know. I think people need to know, and I, I think you're that right. People do. Daenerys, I understand one thousand percent why she doesn't want people to know and why. She and John had their happy little bubble, but we all knew. We knew when Tyrion saw them on the ship and looked, whatever that look was that we debated over forever. He knew back then that trouble was going to eventually come, but we didn't know what What or how or what shape it would take. But that between them, something would drastically change the course of what was happening. And it turns out that's 
what Jon Snow or who Jon Snow is, and people need to know. But like Arya said, this all needed to happen. Like Jon did the right thing by pledging the allegiance of the North yes. and himself mm-hmm. to Daenerys. Otherwise, there would have been no way that they could have triumphed against the Night King. Right. Oh, for sure. But Jon didn't know back then. That they were kin. He didn't know. And that he had, that there was a fact about him that they could all use to rationalize with themselves to do something rash against right. Daenerys. And in his mind. Or to, at this point, just dislike her a lot. Right. In his mind, him bending the knee unifies the North behind her. In his mind, he doesn't see how. It's all slimy. Yeah. Oh, this is slimy. But it's good Game of Thrones. It's all slimy, It's good though. Game of and, Thrones. And John tries to act like he's not involved. <laughs> Classic John. So annoying. He's so annoying. It's slimy, though. Who would want to be involved in the slime? They have to be. They're Why? in charge. What? What's the other option? I don't know. I don't know. To, to not participate, but... You you see what happens? Masande gets put up on the wall, and they're yeah. like, they're like, oh, oh, yeah. They have to participate. Yeah, they do. The next episode is gonna be. I we left episode three relieved that a lot more people didn't die, but next episode is. I I don't have good thoughts or feelings about us coming out the other side. Us being all of us <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> I I just I there's a lot thinking about the way Miss Sunday went out like that and thinking about Cersei has nothing to lose. And I know that the Night King should potentially be like a much bigger threat, but Cersei is cray cray. Plus she's at King's Landing. This is where we're headed. Hashtag for the throne. Hashtag for the throne. So she needs to be like the boss in the castle, like in the video yeah, game that needs right. to be taken out. Right. And some, like you said, some people are going to die in the process. I think a lot of people have to. Where was John during that standoff? He's he done was the on Kingsway, his way, right? Yeah, he's on his way. Because they, they're talking about what they're going to do. And they said, we can't wait for John to get here. He's on his way. Right. So John's marching with Sir Davos down the King's Road. With men and the remaining Dothraki. Mm-hmm. And Arya and the Hound are on their own trail. <sighs> My God, that is cool. Yeah, it's the best. Wow. We can all spend this entire week resting easy knowing that Arya and the Hound are traveling to King's Landing together. You've changed. <laughs> that was such a good scene. Mm-hmm. That was such a good scene. Sansa and Sandler Clegane. And what a great, I, I really loved it. I loved, I'm, I'm really curious what a lot of you are thinking about this. Cause I know that these characters are just, a, just as important to you. Like, was it, was it a good follow up to their goodbye? And yeah, the fact that he referenced, if then you would have not gone yes. through any of that, if you went with me. Yeah. <sighs> he got what he <sighs> deserved and I gave it to him. How? Hounds. <sighs> And how she's not, she would have stayed a little bird all her life. I thought it was. Hard lesson, Sansa Stark. Yeah. Hard lesson. It was, we've been waiting for some real interaction between the two of them. He's so, so rough around the edges. He was like, I heard you got it rough or something like that. Oh, he was so blunt about it. He was. For a second, I thought that, (laughs) I can't even say it. What? What? When Sansa rolls up to him, she kind of gave him this look. And after like they were going to hook up? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate to she say She was like, it. everyone's hooking up. I'm so, so sorry that it, that even came out of my mouth. But he, like, rejected that girl hard. Right. And then Sansa sweeps in, and it's right. like this familiarity. And they give each other a look. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would have definitely been something. Uh, that would be anything weird. can happen she was like he was like you should not be able to look at me and she yeah. was like I've seen much worse so do you want to fuck <laughs> <laughs> everyone's doing it clearly wow too bad Gendry poor Gendry but Arya let him down easy and of course yeah Gendry should have known yeah he knows yeah that's not me mm. didn't she say that to him before who did she say that to before I'm not sure she said that exact thing and I can't remember exactly who who she said it to um, off the top of my head, but I'm sure everybody listening will remember. Um, but that was definitely a quote from 
before. Hmm. Was it to the wife, maybe? No, I don't think so. I think it's early. Early, early when she's a kid and she's trying to, she's not, something in reference to her not being Sansa. Oh, I see. Look, when they were in the first season, Septa Mordain and Sansa and the dressmaking and her in the archery and saying like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or Ned. Practice how to fight. He's like, well, I'll teach you how to fight. Fine. I hired this Bravo guy with a strange haircut. (laughs) Or talking to John or when they're traveling to King's Landing and she gets in trouble for a rough house. Remember in season one, when they traveled to King's Landing, it took like five episodes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I <laughs> love, love the lunch on, on the King's road with Robert. Uh, He's like, you know, we could just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? They should have. A couple spears in our hands. They should have. Man. Also, re- go on. I just want to go back to Tyrion's classic drinking game. Yeah, that was cool. We can go back to that. That's all I want to say about it. I just Brienne was bug eyed and 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 laughing, getting progressively more drunk. I want to party at Winterfell so badly. Yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool thing when Game of Thrones lands. Oh, oh, Game of Thrones lands. Game of Thrones land opens up or whatever they'll call it, oh, Westerworld yeah. or whatever something they're like going to call it. Yeah, and uh, we all get to go. Like we'll be be able to buy horns of. Not fermented milk. They'll eventually get a liquor license, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll open. Surely they'll open with alcohol there. 100%. They have to. Even hogs They're going to cash in on that. Yeah. They're going to cash in on that sweet alcohol. They can sell at a much higher 100%. rate than everything else. Yeah. But they can probably sell milk for a really high rate, and especially in horns. They're giving away those horns just made <laughs> out of some strange polymer. Yeah. Anyway, so in Western world or Western world, it sounds too much like Westworld or any of those other shows. Well, they can open that too. HBO owns that as well can't wait to go there yeah well hey guys thanks for cool or the cool episode i'm saying uh everyone who's made the show it was a good episode and yeah i last week i changed my tune halfway through the week on well that's Did not true though? no like i didn't that's not true i was confused at the end of that sometimes i have a hard time knowing if how i'm feeling is real or if i'm just so amped up because we just watched the episode, but those are real thoughts. You got to like, uh, that's one of the reasons why the podcast for me is so useful because I can really work out my thoughts on yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine Same. watching a show. I know you don't watch Westworld, but I, a friend of mine recently described to me several reasons why <laughs> I should. You. I know. So what are you trying to but say? I turned it on and I watched a little bit of it. <laughs> okay. And I, I needed to debrief from it. So mm. not having these conversations to be a part of yeah. or to listen to, I can't really work out my thoughts as clearly as I'd like, especially with as detailed as these shows are getting nowadays and the way that it's all coming together. I thought that things were simplifying in GOT and just like I hoped it would here in these last episodes, it is becoming more complicated. I'm so happy. When everything was closing down and the people that this political intrigue is involving are the ones they're, yeah. they're it's so personal to us it's Bran, sansa john aria i like that i'm i'm feeling very excited varus and Tyrion strategizing against sinc- daenerys possibly about the realm not yes. a, not about like what they hope will happen in king's landing but the white walkers are dead yes the night king is dead and now they're sincerely strategizing Finally. about the realm there's no illyrio there's no little finger they're sincerely strategizing Pulling about the, the strings. realm yeah it's very cool that's what i that's what we love about game of thrones yeah, is it's very those cool moments right there so that scene really is the one I just kind of keep going back to in my head because there's a lot, a lot behind every word that they were saying to each other. Yeah, hats off to all the performances of the actors. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't think that, like, I didn't pinpoint everything, and so I, I can't put everyone on the same level, or and I can't say that no one did a good job. I know that people want us to be critical when you're listening to the podcast. I get it. But just in general, watching a, a simple scene like John talking to Arya and Bran and Sansa in the Godswood – Especially Gangs for like here. the fourth or fifth time or something like that this season. Not here. realistically, but you know, this scene's happened before. They're they've just really matured as performers and they're really good at what they do. And I think they're really doing this last season of Game of Thrones justice with these characters, and that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. I'm from in my in my childhood, I got to see the, the Harry Potter books, which were really important to me, be adapted. God bless their hearts. Uh, well, God bless you their and I hearts. Couldn't have one. 
a 10 million hour conversation God's bless about their hearts. the adaptation of the Harry Potter books. And we disagree. And I think that, you know, Sandor, for example, and, and Sansa today. Are just you trying well to say acted. that the adaptation of A Song of Ice and Fire is better than what are you talking about but like look at the look at the way that we've been the harry potter movies versus asshole well, versus yes, game of thrones because look at the end look at the last couple seasons of game of thrones okay I, i'm not trying to be i, I don't want to <laughs> like I, first off this is all just my opinion but what are you talking about i can't about? wait to argue about this what are you talking about <laughs> the Durmstrang guys are all guys the bobaton gals are all gals and they have a dance routine planned for first off but not crumb he's gonna just ooh, angrily <laughs> stomp into the hall shout out to stan i love you if you're listening um yeah why why are you doing this right in the <laughs> podcast because i'm genuinely i don't i would love to talk about those harry potter movies with you i would love to which one's your favorite movie three yeah everyone can come for me oh and part two seven part one seven part one seven part one seven part one was pretty good seven part one and movie three are the best movies in harry potter and i think some of those adaptations are better than a song of ice and fire adaptations or what are you adaptation, to say? like the book to screen adaptation you like they were more true to the material or you just enjoyed it better yeah which, which one both? <laughs> both interesting interesting we're not gonna be able to really fully have this conversation sure. until a dream of spring is published knock on wood okay Whatever. that's fair i I welcome this this conversation but look at the way that season seven Five. You talking about when John was showing the white body to everyone in King's Landing and they couldn't get the torch lit? <laughs> no, you talking about that? I'm talking about the cave scene or any of those kinds of things. You know, come on. Okay. I mean, I could talk about a lot of things from the Harry Potter yeah, movies if you want. <laughs> anyway, we can't. <laughs> what are your What are your overall feelings to everyone listening that has critical concerns about how stuff has Why gone do you down? Think everyone's gonna Critical of this I think episode. that people have a lot of feelings about what their characters do without their control because they're not writing it. And so when they see Daenerys, for example, in that scene, beg John that way, I don't know if they expected her to do that. I don't know if they expected her to be sitting in the hall after their victory against the Night King and have her perspective be as narrowed as it was. That's how they wrote her. But that's why it's good. I mean, they they made a decision with the character. I just mean that a lot of people might not agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. I just, that's fair. You know, and it's not just her, it's with everything. But I, to me, from that episode, that seems to be the most polarizing because we're going in a very clear, clear direction mm-hmm. with a very important character in the series who's who's been for a long time, maybe in, in a slightly awkward way, hopeful, but right. hopeful for a really long time. And I think that people's thoughts about the characters like matter, you know, like how they feel oh, about, about them. And 100%. I totally get right that. Right now, it's probably a tough time to see like some very specific things be sort of the pieces falling together and uh there's plenty of room for all of this to be subverted but for right now we you know things are as they are right what do you think is going to happen you think it's going to be a big fight in king's landing you think we'll have different scenes like uh different locations along the fight and you think it'll involve you think like maybe the disaster with Tyrion on the ship today was just a precursor to what we'll see that even our mm-hmm. faves are going to be involved in some really close calls and do you think Varys is going to try to kill Daenerys oh god he gets that personally involved in all this I'd say he's got a grudge I kind of got that vibe he seemed mad he seemed really mad Colin Thill really knocked it out of the park I get the vibe that he's coming for her so I don't really know what to expect I think it's going to be huge I think that we're going to have Jamie back in the fray and I think that we're going to have people I think that we're going to have Daenerys really out here. So Jamie gets led in to King's Landing, do you think? Mm. And so he's going down the King's Road. The, I'm curious about how that'll work out. Whether like maybe the episode opens and he's being led through the mud, the mud gate or something. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of based off of what we've seen, I don't know if we're really going to get the nuance of him being let into King's Landing. I'm just curious at how Cersei will be smug about his return, like mm-hmm. what brand of it, and if he's going to be trying to tell her to give up. And for all for all these reasons, she won't win. And like, listen, it's let's not worth dying to prove your point away. here. Yeah, yeah, let's let's run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm very excited about it because 
a lot is at stake here. And like you're saying, it's all our faves. Everything is at stake. And and we left last week feeling like, okay, it's Cersei. Why are we afraid of her? And and part of me kind of still, Because she does stuff like that and true. she's she's a nobody pretty much. Part of me still kind of feels that a little bit. But because it's all of our faves involved, because we think about somebody like Jamie and we think about Varys and whatever he's up to, and we think about how Daenerys feels, you know, that heightens why we care about Cersei. The Hound's going to find his brother. Is Clegamble happening in this episode or the next episode? It's got to happen in this episode because the fight's going to go down. Frankenmountain's not going to make it out if they lose unless they try to use him. That would be strange. Are we going to get Clegamble next episode? Get hype. Are we going to get Get hype at the end of this <laughs> are podcast? Are we going to get Clegamble 2K19? Tell your friends. Tell your fathers. I, it's I can't happen. have Jamie and Brienne in one episode and then Clegable in the next. Yeah. I'm going to pass you out. Know, they're really giving us a lot of things. Wow. Get hype. I can't believe Jamie and Brienne actually happened tonight. I can't believe it happened either. <laughs> they took it away from us. Oh, my Immediately. gosh. Immediately. I'm going to die. Immediately. Whew. How bleak that must have been for him. He just looks over and he's like, I got to get out of Winterfell, man. Well, Everyone's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your Catelyn joke was really funny. <laughs> well, everybody already knows what my own is going to be. Please tell us. Jamie and Brienne. Hello. What, what exactly about it is own worthy? The build up. Oh. Everything. Ooh, what about it is, is own worthy when they're sitting there looking at each other and I'm like, <laughs> is this happening? Is this happening? Is this happening? And then it happened and we didn't get to freaking see it. Whatever. It's fine. But um, You wanted to see it. I didn't want to see it, but I wanted to like see, see it. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It ended way too soon. I uh, that has to be my own. I got up and I took a little jog. That was just everything to me. <laughs> wow. Okay, my own of the episode. I don't know yet. Okay. I'm keep talking until I formulate one in my head. Okay. First instinct is to give it to the Sandor and Arya moment when he yeah. asked her. If she, if she would still leave him to die. Yeah. He, she was like, yeah. <laughs> and he looks so happy. He looks so happy. <sighs> Bram was kind of smug. That slice Masande was pretty was pretty radical. I, I think just the, the gamesmanship. The Game of Thrones is what you're the giving Game your own Thrones. to. The Game of Thrones. Wow. <laughs> so oh, so, sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> I have to give it to that. It's just, it really, no. stu- I have to, I'm sorry. It really, I know it's very simple and you're wondering why it's you're listening simple. to this podcast. It's funny. But I think I was really, uh, I was really put into a mode after, to do that so quickly after, like literally the last thing that happened was the Night King died. So yeah. to put me so clearly back into that mode, it took some transitioning. And I think that we don't give enough credit where credit's due with a lot of the yeah. writing. Cause they didn't uh, imagine trying to keep us all happy with the travel too oh on gosh. top of it. We left oh like a long time ago. God. That would be so tough. Sorry about always talking about that. I think that a lot of people probably have creative thoughts about how things have gone in this episode, but um, for now I'm content. For now you're giving your own to the game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. If you want to send in your own, you can do so in a couple different ways. You can find us on Instagram, comment on the picture of Jamie and Brienne that I posted. Heck yeah. Nice. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Game of Owns and send in your favorite moment so we can read it on the next episode. We only have two episodes after this week to have fun in this format before everything is meaningless and yeah. our lives no longer matter <laughs> we still podcast in the off seasons by the way everyone i see some tweets everyone some people include us in their their uh, social media posts where yeah. they're like oh, it's gonna be so sad when the off these episodes are right. done these podcasts are we still over. out here like, no, trust me we're not going anywhere we still out here yeah um, one other thing, we're going to be, as always, posting discussion questions sometime in the next little while so we can talk about those midweek. So keep an eye out so that you can help us shape how we talk about the episode in our next podcast episode. Please, the the time is coming to an end. Oh, also, also, if you live in the New York City area or you want to be in the New York City area for the finale of Game of Thrones this year, 
you should keep an eye on our social media channels because we'll be talking about something to do that night. Hannah, you're going to come, right? I am going to come. <laughs> oh, kidding me? <laughs> what, what an idea. <laughs> I'm going to be there anyway. Right. So, yeah, do- get excited. Doing this for the past couple of seasons, uh, something like this in some degree. And uh, it would be a shame to miss meeting and seeing everyone one last time while the show's in season. can't mm-hmm. believe it's almost over. I know. So keep an eye out. We got lots of stuff coming in the next couple of weeks. It's not over yet. We got a lot of fun left. So it's not over yet. For now? For now. Should we say bye to everyone and we'll see, see you guys later? Ep- yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I uh, hope that. Jamie Branner, OTP. Yes, there's lots of stuff that I just <laughs> want to know how you feel about this. Okay. <laughs> a lot of changes. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.